Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Apple Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash Apolog, A-P-O-L-O-G-U-E. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. MP3 player. I'm, I'm going to drop that next time. Like, for instance, if you would like to drive down the road and you like to read books, you can't do both at the same time. So what you need to do is you got to get books on tapes. Books on tapes are the best thing next to podcasts to listen to while driving down the road. For instance, I have this Elvis Costello book. I'm looking at it right now, but I can't read it because I'm too busy. So I just I can just download it and listen to it in my car. There's an app and everything. It's very cool. Also brought to you by Amazon.com. Go to Applelog.ca and click on the banners located on the right side. Locate your country, whether you're from Canada, USA, or UK. You can bookmark the link banners, and every time you shop on Amazon, you can use those links to shop and support the show. It costs you no extra money, and it's a win-win, win-win. Patreon.com slash Apolog. Patreon, P-A-T-R-O-N.com slash Apolog, A-P-O-L-O-G-U-E is a place, a website, where you can pledge as much or as little as you want. You can, and it's on a monthly basis, so you can help with my hosting and my ha- and my gas fees. And you can cancel at any time. Current patrons are Michael Pitts, Curtis Pippen, and Mark Peralta. These are great dudes who have really helped the show out enormously. Thank you so much. InsightRecorders.com. Now, dealing with download codes. You need download codes to sell virtual copies of your album over the merchandise table. If you're a band and you're playing clubs, this is the best thing for you because A, you don't need to make CDs. CDs are outdated and boring. Nobody needs CDs anymore. Insight will help you customize a page with your branding for customers to both download and purchase your music. Go to InsightRecorders.com, click on the contact me and we'll set you up. Insight Recorders is also a website that deals with online mixing. If you're a band, same thing, and you've recorded your record in your basement, you want it to sound even better, send me your recorded album. It'll be mixed and mastered. For, you know, I've been doing it a while. I know what I'm doing. So go to InsightRecorders.com for more rates, more details, and more other things, too. I'm also, I also record bands. So if you want to come to Ontario or if you're in the Ontario region and you want your record recorded by me in a barn with some laughs, maybe a few drinks, Go to InsightRecorders.com for more rates. Apolog.ca slash shop is a place to pre-order my new acoustic album. Buy a t-shirt. They're running out, guys, so get in there. Buy a t-shirt now. Buy the Foursquare discography for 20 bucks, and then it's like 70-odd songs. Like the show on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash ApologPod. Follow me on Twitter, at SimonHead666, and there you go. That's all the spots. Today on the show, I have two people. I have Daryl Fine, who's the co-founder and owner of a bar called the Bovine Sex Club. And it's not a real sex club. It's called a sex club. It's Bovine Sex Club. And even if you go to the Yelp thing, it's called a dive bar. But it's not really a dive bar. It's a great place. It's probably one of the older, better bars to go to. If you're in the Toronto region, you want to go have a drink and feel like you're a little bit dangerous, go to the Bovine. My other guest is KJ Jansen. KJ is the founding member of the band Chicks Dig It. Chicks Dig is a band from Calgary. And the reason they're together is because they are both celebrating a 25-year anniversary. Not together, by the way, but as individuals. 
and we were going to set the interviews up as two separate interviews, but we kind of figured it out this way, and it was fun. Also, Tommy Stinson stepped up, well, stepped in while we were doing it, and I was a little bit starstruck. He didn't talk on it, but I, you can kind of hear him in the background a little bit. Ah, that's his voice. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the show. Thanks so much for supporting the show. And today and tonight and tomorrow, I give you KJ Jansen, Daryl Fine, on the Black Podcast. Twenty-five years in punk rock—that's un- unheard of in, well, in today's. Now it's heard of. And now it is. <laughs> you did it. I don't know. Bovine's like rock and roll chairs, so it's, yeah. a, it's a big community, as you can tell. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tommy Stinson drum by. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I was a little starstruck. A little, Me too. A little butterflies like, in my my basket. Yeah, he's like, one of my favorite uh, rock and roll people. That's insane. Yeah. So let's talk about the Bovine first, because you started the Bovine twenty-five years ago, and. What was it like around here? Uh, there was not uh, not much happening. There mm-hmm. was a couple of clubs and a bunch of fabric stores and bead stores <laughs> and a lot of boarded up buildings yeah. and the bovine, the boom boom room and the big bob. So there was, those. we were sort of on the west edge of Queen West back then, but now you can see that Queen West goes to Parkdale and then lands down and now it goes all the way to Roncesville, so it's a, it's a crazy street now. And it's a little cleaner, right? I bet, right? Now? Oh yeah, there's a lot of blocks across the street, and yes, Royal Bank of Canada, all and that sort uh, of stuff. What was it? The video? No, it was the uh, video store. Suspect video. Suspect video was yeah. kind of just across the road. Just across the street, that went down in the fire. Yes, that's right. Right. Obviously, whoever's come to Toronto comes to the Bovine. Um, that's the plan. I, the funniest thing I ever saw. I went and saw Neil Finn play at the Reverb. And he said uh, he's going to go to the Bovine Sex Bar. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to the Bovine Sex Bar. And I thought that was kind of, you know, an awesome thing because it's sort of the staple point and it's the place to come and see bands in Toronto. Yeah, and after parties. Yes. It's a little bit, uh, you know, we don't feel like we're totally a venue that people hang out before and after. Yeah. You know, it's sort of a community feel. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you go see a great show and then as soon as it's done, you're... Okay, gotta go. Yeah, gotta get yeah. out of this venue as soon as possible. Yeah. So yeah. we have the hopefully the opposite effect on people. Got to see my friends now. Got to figure out where the party is after. after it's where work. you meet. It's yeah. the meeting point. For sure. For yeah, sure. absolutely. When was your first time, KJ, to the bovine? Uh, coming to the bovine, I think I uh, it, we had just put out a record, and I think uh, Melanie K had set up a a press junket here, but it was called the Shanghai, Shanghai Cowboy. Cowboy. Cowgirl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, so, and then I had done an acoustic show, maybe the first time I'd ever done it, or the second. I think it might have been the first time, like a couple songs. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so that was the first time there. I'd walked by a lot of times wondering what the hell is that? Because there's all this stuff out front, but there's no sign. Yes. And I had nobody from Toronto at the time to tell me what that was. And your booster shots weren't up for the, for the tetanus. <laughs> yeah. that, that was always my joke is that I went there, but I had to get boosted up because there's a lot of sharp objects where. I could get cut. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, uh, just uh, being in a band, and I'm sure you were in a band, yeah. you, like, I think your shots are all up just by nature of, you know. <laughs> just have the, a natural. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, it's a great place. I love it. And yeah. I, I actually heard it yesterday uh, described as uh, Canada's CBGBs. Have you heard that before? 
few times. And I like that. I that don't know if you like that. That would be a pretty good assumption. Mm-hmm. Only it's open still and it doesn't sell furniture. And you, it, there's like... Or clothing. Yeah, or clothing. Yeah, yeah. That needs to change. But uh, <laughs> the uh, bathrooms have like a thing around them so you don't have to like shit in front of other people, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, your so place. Yes, that. that's right. Yeah. And you got yeah, hand, yeah, hand Hilly, lotion too. Hilly, yeah, Hilly's place was a little uh, little rough in the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I you know. If you've been to CBGB's, that place is yeah. a fucking shithole. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are like, wow, you played there. And I'm like, yeah, it was terrible. It was I didn't horrible. Enjoy Half the didn't work. And <laughs> the show was fun, but yeah, just yeah. the other stuff is like, oh. Yeah, I went there and it was like, um, Hey, can we get some water? CBGB's does not supply water to supporting bands or any other bands. Like CBGB's, the one guy was talking about, we as CBGB's don't right. do any of that stuff for you rock stars. The brand still rocks. I mean, I think I think Hilly's daughter has a clothing line going with the CBGB's logo on it. Oh, That's smart. Yeah, all yeah. over the place. Yeah. They, apparently, there was uh, people were searching around for like all the CBGB banners, or sorry, their um, awnings, because there was like four or five of them. And somebody found one, the last one that was up. They actually took it home. But oh. they're trying to find the other ones that are floating around because they're somewhere. Right? So they can open up other CBGBs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Vegas-style one? <laughs> yeah. Has, have you guys been to that At one? At the airport? No, no I, <laughs> I don't, don't either. I would I think I, there really is a CBGBs in the, yeah, in in the airport Vegas, in right? Vegas. Is there? Is it, there? There is another one, I thought. I don't know. I know... I, I don't know, and I don't know why, and I don't understand that part. Probably because it's kind of weird. Yes. <laughs> well, probably, you probably weird. heard about it, and it went through your yeah, head because it's just yeah. tough to think about. When, so, I mean, so when you came and played, what was the first time you came to Toronto? First time Toronto was 94 with Pansy Division. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, we yeah, yeah we played uh, um, Sneaky D's. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was great. And we had a friend here from Calgary, uh, who was living here in an apartment with like nothing in it. She had a bed and nothing else, so we just slept on like this concrete floor because it was like a new condo. Yeah, yeah. But they had a swimming pool, which was cool, so we basically <laughs> spent two weeks playing like towns around, right. and uh, but just walking around here like by ourselves and just kind of wondering what... What to do. Yeah, we, yeah. Thought, we thought Wayne Gretzky's place was cool. Yeah. And uh, that's, a you know, and then we knew the horseshoe and... Um, yeah, one time at, at uh, Wayne Gretzky's, I peed next to Burton Cummings, and that was Whoa. kind of like our first like starstruck Canadian moment. Canadian rock experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we were like, "This place is great. Toronto's great. It's yeah. got everything. Everything. Even yeah. Burton Cummings. Yeah, came really. from Winnipeg all the way to pee in the Wayne Gretzky's. Yeah, he's sports bar. He knows what's up. He knows mm-hmm. what's up. Yeah, for sure. So, so playing here, and you must have just come here hundreds and hundreds of times, and you must have seen the change, how the city just changes time and time again. Yeah, I mean, even the, I took in my Uber, first Uber ride today, yeah, yeah. and uh, so we went around the quay, mm-hmm. and uh, all, that used to be kind of like barren land, yeah. and it's all these Queen's giant... Uh, yeah, it's all condominiums and parks and mm-hmm. docks for boats. Yeah, it's kind of, and Calgary's the same way, because we had, now oil's down, of course, and, yeah. uh, but uh, we had the big boom and all these changes happened. So there's similar cities in that way. Yeah, yeah, and this is true. We had the distillery district was obviously this, this big, crazy part of industry, and then it just stopped, and now it's touristy. Yeah. Same with, I mean, this area, too, was kind of like, don't go to the bad part of town. It's bad part of town. This was well, a bad no, part of town? We're trying to represent the bad part of town still. That's right, you're I still mean, there. It's a little <laughs> strip from the Rivoli to the Horseshoe to... Yeah. Cameron to the hideout to the bullvine to Cherry Colas. It's kind of yeah. holding a little rock and roll love for the city in one spot. And you outlived the weird bondage bar that was down there. Remember that weird little Savage weird Garden? Savage is it Savage still there? Savage Garden. No, it's called something else now. It's Shitty called, band and bad bad. Club. It's called Nocturne now. Oh, okay. But it's the same idea? Nope. They no? do more dance, EDM, okay. focused yeah. on Yeah. 
people dressing up like Sailor Moon and things like that. <laughs> what made you want to open up a bar? Like what? Like honestly, uh, it was more of being on a roll. The original three people, including myself, was uh, Wesley Thorough and Chris Shepard, mm-hmm. Toronto's yeah. famous and infamous DJ. Yeah. Um, you know, Chris was on a real big role promotionally and on the radio, and Wes uh, was building. Uh, sound systems, sound and lighting systems for restaurants and clubs for years, and I was working with him. And we had a place, a house music club, called Twenty Three Hop, mm-hmm. which was on uh, on Richmond, yeah. and uh, it's currently turning into a condo. And uh, uh, was open from 12 a.m. till 6 a.m. on the weekends. No cover charge. I'm sorry, cover charge. No alcohol. Mm-hmm. And people used to come and dance all night, spend money on pop and probably MDMA and other things that yeah. people were selling there. So it's a little bit of a bad place. But, uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we were ready to do something almost instantly. And there, there was a T-shirt from 23Hop that said, uh, uh, it was a picture of a cow with a thought bubble, if you can imagine a cartoon. And it said, 23Hop is not the bovine sex club. <laughs> and the T-shirts were so popular, we already had a name ready. Oh, and So, uh, you know, and Chris was really connected with you know, tons of famous stars at the time. I mean, he was hanging out with the cult and all these bands. And so he was dragging them down to the bar in the first year. And he was really the, the steam engine behind the promotion. Mm-hmm. I was sort of Mr. Junior guy at that point. Yeah. But, you know, that was 23 years ago. 23. Those guys uh, only lasted about two years at the club. Really? Yeah. 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 It's a hard grind. You're there. Like, yeah. You're for the, sure. You have to be a lifer. Like, how do you, uh, how do you feel now compared to 23 years ago? Like, are you the same kind of... Workaholic. Workaholic. Like, do you do you ever just say, you know what, I take a me day, take a Daryl day? Yeah, I, I do now. Yeah. Well, before I didn't. To. Yeah. Yeah. Before, you need to. before I was a suit during the day and yeah. rock and roller at night, but I had to I had to choose. Yeah. So it was easier to live in the night. So you're kind of like retired now. In no, a way. not at all. <laughs> I'm still I'm still in the club for yeah. four or five nights a week. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's always fun. It's always a friendly place to come to because it's, it's so funny because I hadn't played the bovine. The only time I started playing the bovine is I started this, with this new band, the Fairmounts. Oh, yeah. Never played the bovine. Oh, really? And I thought, you know, why? I never knew anybody. Never, you know how it is. You, don't, you need an in. You need someone to know and to get in. And then Mikey got us in, and it seems like all we play is the bovine. Thank goodness. Yeah. It's the best place to play because it's perfect. And now the bar's moved. The bar's in the right spot. Correct. It's Has it moved since I was here last time? Mm, I'm not sure. But it w- was w- when we built the uh, rooftop patio, there was mm-hmm. some detailed construction that had to go on in the wall where the old bar was. Yeah. Um, and what we did was we pre-plumbed and did the electricity underneath with the trades. Mm-hmm. And then in one night, we moved the bar over. Yeah. We, we walked the original bar out onto the street Sunday night at 2 o'clock in the morning, turned it around walked it back in the bar and fastened it down on the other side. That's crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, it's on the, I don't know if you remember where the mixing board was. Yeah. Is, it, the bar would go through there. It was kind of neat because you could run through the bar to get on the stage. And oh, okay. the sound man was behind, was behind the bar with yeah. the bartender. So they really enjoyed it back then. Yeah, right. yeah. definitely. <laughs> so now it's on the left side and I call it, it's good bar shway. Yeah. That's because it's like, like if you're like stage left. Yeah, if you're looking at the it's it's on if you're looking at it's house left when you're looking at that stage. Oh. Okay. So where the door comes in, then you have like a, a good nice little dance floor and then the bar. Oh. Okay. So it's completely on the other side of from where you probably on the side of the stairs. 
Uh, no. You know I'm just going to walk in there just probably go take in about a look 15 at it. minutes. Yeah, we'll probably. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. If anyway, you go I'm in kind of a visual learner. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot more room now for people to see the show. Mm-hmm. We were more of a stand-up bar with a stage 25 years ago, and now we're more of a bar with a little venue. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's a great And the place. upstairs place, the upstairs Tiki Bar. Tiki is, Bar? It's fun. That's my favorite place. Yeah, I love that place too. Yeah, yeah. So you're coming here, you're playing You're playing tonight or are you playing tomorrow? I'm playing tonight yeah. and then yeah, tomorrow we're off so I'm, you know, not really getting my full money's worth of Toronto this time <laughs> but uh, I have a bracelet for CMW which is wasted on me because I really am just yeah. coming to the one show I think. Yeah. And then, uh, well, you, can, you can go and see other shows if you look, you know, you can. But I want to hang out here. I was just <laughs> suggesting it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be a courteous Toronto. We'll see what happens, yeah. But, uh, so on. we're going to hang out, you're going to play, and mm-hmm. then we're going to have some drinks in the Tiki Bar, then we're going to see, see Tommy Stinson play. Yeah, that's for Tommy Stinson's right over there. Yeah, We should get him in on this. Yeah, yeah Sneak him up. Yeah, He'll come over and say hello. <laughs> yeah, I saw Perfect in 1993 or four at the Town Pump in Vancouver, and it was me and like six other people. Oh, wow. It was one of the most amazing shows that I'd seen. It was just so good. I think the last show I saw at the, uh, at the town pump was Bob's Your Uncle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bob's Your Uncle. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time ago. I saw Wesley Willis there with his metal band at the town pump. That's yeah. crazy. That was good times. Yeah, could, um, could have been the Savoy. It's a long yeah, time yeah. ago. So you're... So you, you, That's okay. What are you doing? No, go ahead. Uh, just Somebody found us a way to get to Montreal for the next show. Really? So I'm just like, look oh, it. What a scoop. Yeah, that's great because hadn't, I hadn't done any planning. <laughs> just like, Are you the de facto tour manager? Uh, I guess because it's just me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah do you and don't have anybody nobody... coming you around, like coming around with you? Like, KJ wants to have his voice sound like a purple. No, I do that. I just walk around referring to myself in the third uh, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> KJ would like, yeah, it, it works. And every then time. he'll be here in a minute, and all you just just change hats <laughs> yeah. and come back and go, hey man, I'm here. How's it I, going? Remember the the Groovy Ghoulies were on the Warp tour because there's something about the name KJ Jansen. Apparently, they figured out that people thought, oh, that's serious, and they would drive into the like the the next date of the Warp tour, and there'd be some guy saying, oh, you can't drive in here. And they would say, well, KJ Jansen from Chicks Dig It says it's okay. And then they'd be like, oh, okay. And apparently it worked every time. Really? Well, the Warped so Tour is... I didn't know I had that kind of... You remember Johnny McNabb? You know Johnny McNabb? He used to play in Trigger Happy? Yep. I know the name. I got him backstage at Warped Tour because I said he was from Holland. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's from Holland. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell Kevin all these stories, or he can just listen to them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when we would go to the Warped Tour, we would do the after party. So the bovine would be the caterer. Yep. Take my bartenders. We would take... Uh, uh, panel van and a trailer and we would drive up to either Molson Park or down to the Molson Amphitheater mm-hmm. and the whole thing was full of beer and liquor for the after party that Kevin would buy for his staff and all his bands and we would do a barbecue and we'd set up tents get all my bartenders in their little rock and roll outfits and their sunglasses and serve drinks for four hours for 15 years in a row so wow. like the bovines thank to the warp Tour The very first warp Tour that came through we were at Sneaky D's with um uh, I was there with us and a few, mm. and we threw stuff around up there, and uh, we all ended up the next day with like bruises and some sort of cuts on our knees from wiping out. That was a fun night. But the uh, I was when it was at Sini Grandstand, mm. the first year with like it was like um, Orange Nine Millimeter, Quicksand, L Seven. God, who was else on that? That was in, that was crazy. Warp Tour. So many stories. It's so many. It's such a. I miss the Warp Tour. The Warp Tour. 
I don't know. I think we're just we're just not the right generation. Whenever I visit Kevin at the Warp Tour now, I think the kids are having just as much fun. And, you think? Yeah. Yeah, and they just they just need to grow the bands from people who are 17. You know what their taste is. Like yeah. trying to worry about our taste is a whole other thing. Yeah, then it turns into nostalgia. I, I, I see what you're pointing. Yeah, he's already doing a nostalgia one. It's almost like the Warp Tour. Yeah, uh, everybody gets you ain't a tour seen bus. nothing yet or something, and he does it in San Bernardino. Yeah, Kevin put together all the old bands from the Warp Tour last year. Oh wow! Well, there you go. Yeah. No touring. No like uh, show up at nine in the morning. It's a whole different. It's, it's a only geriatric. An hour, it's only an hour from his house. It's a geriatric <laughs> style of Warp Tour where it's like you know, you, I don't know you if can you play if you that want. One. What's that? I don't know if you were part of that sort of. No, we never played the Warp Tour. Yeah. I think yeah, it was uh, at the you know, at the time it was. I don't think you know we I think applied a couple times and they weren't interested in having us. Or yeah. Something. And then and then we uh, and then we just weren't in the mood to like tour that way anymore. It sucks. So yeah, but you know of course when it comes to Calgary, I've been to all of those and mm-hmm. that's fun. Well, just, how many years did it go before it actually started branching out? Because I remember it just was pretty sporadic. You know, we'd be like East Coast thing, and then it'd be a whole different thing going on the west coast and sometimes it wouldn't meet in the middle yeah i honestly don't the know tour? yeah uh i don't know but it spawned things like taste of chaos and yeah. a whole bunch of other sub tours with more specific emo genres and yeah better haircuts and yeah nicer auto-tuning machines more makeup yeah a lot more makeup <laughs> they had a whole trailer just for makeup when i published a magazine we went on the taste of chaos tour in canada yeah we followed kevin around in our van and gave out magazines and we had Jared Leto on the cover, and he was doing 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, yeah. It was really a fun time. Like, Kevin, Kevin puts on a great party wherever he goes. He's, you know what, he's, and he's definitely Kevin Lyman. He's yeah. always going to be that guy. He always has been. Like, one one time. One of or, Melanie Kay's buddies. Oh, yeah. Always. Um, somebody took the place of the second stage line that was coming into Montreal. Mm-hmm. So they had a truck count, and this band came through and took one of the counts. So the second stage line stage was got denied because like we've counted so many trucks and we can't let you in oh, so they yeah. clearly were part of that kevin was losing his marbles he was losing his shit like because like where is this band and it's like i think he was gonna kill them he's a good time though yeah <laughs> he is a good time he's he is a good general yeah, yeah he yeah. really you know has to marshal the forces yeah 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 he's, he's moving the caravan across the country He's doing it, and he's doing it. it I think looking for right. the promised land. Definitely, we should. I should get him on the show. I haven't talked to him in years. I hope. I hope he's good. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? You want to come on the show? There you go. Um, so, solo. You're doing solo tonight. Yeah. Is there any chicks to get things happening? Uh, like outside of this, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we we just announced yesterday our 25th anniversary. Yeah. And I think after, because well, it's our 25th anniversary. Together. Yes. Together. And uh, maybe Daryl's going to follow us behind in a van and mm-hmm. give, give out magazines. Give out magazines with your face on it? Yeah. yeah we'll do that. <laughs> okay. I'm like a Jared Leto <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, that was just some time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we've got a bunch of tours planned. And yeah. I think the next year, I think, is going to be slowly kind of mm-hmm. getting around to, we won't do it all in one big push. I think... Uh, everybody's having kids or has kids and it's yeah, yeah. you know we got to be like strategic mm-hmm. it's a word we never uh, would have ever spoken but now we kind of have to be a little bit more strategic with it's, our time it's tough leaving home when you got little ones behind yeah Absolutely. yeah we have like a 10 month old baby at home and, yeah and oh thank you very much yeah, and and he's great and, and you know babies are a lot of work and obviously mm-hmm. you know I should be part of that work but I'm not right now I'm here enjoying a drink on a patio and you know there is a, a little bit of guilt away. you feel a little bit of guilt uh, yeah I feel guilty but uh, you know sh- my wife is you know very supportive more so, than supportive yeah yeah I guess you couldn't really you know you need to make a happy matrimonial 
couple, you can't yeah. do things that pisses the other person off. That's I mean, that's a good way to live your life, I think. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you know and the support of having, you know, having a, a family is it's it's something to miss. So when you don't have to go away for two months now, it becomes your priorities change, right? You yeah, absolutely. You have to do that. You'd like to do it. You mm-hmm. don't have to. No. And, you know, I think it's, yeah, I mean, I'm just, and we're lucky we still get to do it, too. There's mm-hmm. That's part of it, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah it's all of that mixed in there more than lucky because as soon as you walk by my manager this lovely restaurant that we're sitting in mm-hmm. said like a little 14 year old boy is that KJ? <laughs> I'm like yeah he goes oh my god I had the album and I, he's, all of a sudden he's a 15 year old boy talking about <laughs> chicks digging so, I don't believe that so, no he's off at 10 he's coming to the show it's oh awesome. cool yeah. Yeah. oh awesome no 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 That's it's great. true it's true he played in a bunch of bands he's a, he's a great guy Paul so. that's cool. great to go see, he got recognized wow that's, that's he got yeah. recognized on the way in and yeah I'm trying to figure. We try to figure out who invented that word, the recognized. I don't know. Maybe I think you either, did. It sounds like an Al Nolan thing to me, Maybe but Nolan. probably. Yeah. I think I said it was an Al Nolan, but I think we actually determined it was somebody else. But regardless, it'll, it'll come out. So you're gonna tour, or you're gonna you're gonna do one-offs? Like, because I was talking to Steve from um, Belvedere. Right. Yeah. And he's got a kid now. Another Calgary band. Another Calgary yes. band, and and he can't just do what he did when he was 20 anymore yeah. and it's physically it's hard you know you know, get older and you know you start feeling your age yeah and just you know every like if you're 19 years old you know you can just quit your job or whatever hop in a van and go yeah. and now it's like you have to consider all these other things and that's good that's an okay it makes thing makes you feel a little bit grown up i don't know about that it's just you know it just sort of happens and yeah. i don't think i don't look at it any differently than i used to but yeah. i think it just is you know the way life works you know like you have a business to run you can't just take off somewhere you have to arrange a few things before you go yeah i assume <laughs> good assumption do you have any kids that you know of daryl i have no kids no kids no you ever one, one ex-wife yeah who's doing very well in british columbia yeah and uh i think of all of my customers as my kids now that I, now that i'm twice their age that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true oh well you know some people just don't need to have kids I don't believe in the fact that, like, if someone says you have to have kids, it makes you complete. I think I would have person. liked to have kids. I think I'm getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah, but I mean, if you want kids, you, there's not it's not too late. You know, you need someone to take this place over, right? So you know, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could it, maybe. Uh, yeah. Do you remember the story about you know? I don't know if you are you big Star Trek fans. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So that second generation. No, the original okay. one. Original one. Or am I too old? <laughs> no, anyway, no. This this alien woman who has beauty and charm and special tear ducts entrances all the men on the Starship Enterprise, including Captain Kirk, and she takes over this, the ship. Eventually, Captain Kirk's love for the Enterprise breaks the spell, and he's able to fight back and win back his ship or his bovine. And that's the problem with the bovine, is I, <laughs> I really do like it a lot, probably more than people should like their own businesses well you started this i mean i you started it from basically nothing and people that started uh, well, you got to give credit to, to chris well and it for started sure. from nothing but you 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 invested a lot of time and for blood sure. and spit and money and took chances still taking chances still taking chances every you know every tuesday night when that uh, you're talking you're talking about deanna's punk rock night every tuesday yeah we need more it's always nice it smells like teen spirit in there it the does. music's always loud we play it i've played it fair yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's fun actually it's gonna be a great night there yeah right. yeah. yeah it's just it's it's like a it's just an institution now i think deanna's been throwing that party for about 20 years it's great it's yeah. fun time you know well you know one day we'll 
come back and play. We haven't mm. played in a while. I think, actually, you know what? We're playing the Dead Kennedys. Uh, Doing the Dead Kennedy show? Yeah. yeah. Is that at Hard Luck? Where's that going to be? Hard Luck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They should just do it here. The Dead Kennedys, that version of them, mm -hmm. did a show for us, uh, I think, during North by Northeast or sponsored by Monster Energy Drink a couple of years ago. It was really a great day for the Bova. Yeah? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. And they hung out in the apartment upstairs, sort of as their green room. And yeah. I got to talk with them for more than five seconds. Yeah. Which, and know, it was yeah. my heroes. The, yeah, I guess meeting meeting like your heroes and and Mel Melanie Kay, her name keeps coming up again. Yeah, I heard that Melanie Kay used to bring Jello Baffer to Shanghai Cowgirl and the Bovine. To, he would DJ in the back room. <laughs> no, no, Jello's a great DJ. Yeah, yeah, and you know a great talk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I remember the karaoke night. You still do the karaoke night back there? We still do it once in a while. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, that's they do. <laughs> In the very back, we used to be able to smoke. It used to be the only place you could smoke. Well, when we opened the bovine, you could smoke everywhere. Yeah. And there was a thick cloud of purple smoke about a foot above everybody's head that never left the building. Yeah. Probably the smokiest place I've ever been. Yeah. And uh, and then and then we got confined to smoking in the smoking room with the big glass doors. And then they took that, and then we had to build the patio. And then they took away the smoking there, and I think it's probably going to be okay. Eventually, they'll do what they do in Vancouver and stop you from smoking. You have to go in the back. Eventually. You can't smoke on the front. You can't smoke in the front of the bars anymore. Is that? I mean, maybe I'm talking to my ass, but that's what I. Uh, I don't know. I don't smoke. No. Uh, but I would say that uh, you know, last time, well, I go to Vancouver quite often. My wife's from there, and yeah. I haven't seen anybody smoking in a building out there. I don't know if that's. Yeah. Maybe I'm just going to the wrong places. You made it. Uh, or the right places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the. Um, yeah, Vancouver was always a good time to go place i love vancouver i haven't been there in years and years and years but mm -hmm. uh, how is how is it doing there like have you done any shows there uh we have uh, we haven't played there in a while um but uh i just did like an acoustic show there with yeah. joey cape and yeah it's great you know and uh like vancouver is like toronto and calgary we we're talking just before the podcast about how the cities have changed a lot yeah grown and lots of development in vancouver like toronto i think the real estate is going through the roof if i'm yeah it's kind of yeah. 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 So there's a lot of development and a lot of clubs being shut down because of that, and I mm -hmm. think that's part of the problem. That already happened here, sort of in our entertainment district, a little bit east yeah. of us. Right. They, I had a club there as we were talking, 23 Hop, and another club called Power Bar, mm -hmm. and sort of all the club people got to put their clubs there because they wanted to confine them to an area. Right. What they realized was the real estate was too valuable, so they built the entertainment prison, uh, district over 20 years, mm -hmm. and they tore it down in five years and forced all the clubs out. Man. Yeah, it happened in Manhattan too, like where Coney Island High is. I don't know what that area is, but uh, St. Mark's. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't make noise, and it was a certain you know period of time to actually play the show and yeah. can do sound check and people bitch and complain and this is in the 90s this is in the 90s i hate sound checks i really like playing yeah. there because they're like no sound check like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. where's the bovine <laughs> no uh at st mark island. Uh, yeah. Yeah. island yeah. Yeah, yeah that's around kind of where um uh, continental was too right yeah. right i'm not there? sure yeah. i believe it was around the corner and i had um uh mike and uh, chris from ruth ruth on the show Okay, and yeah. they played like they're this great band, the Red Epitaph. But oh, okay. they, they played. Uh, they used to play weekly there. Oh at yeah. The Continental. They were such a great band. House band. Yeah, yeah. They do. Do you you do residencies, right? We do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always a good time. The um, okay. Well, I don't take too much. No, that's good. I'm just. Uh, Somebody's phone. You have a BlackBerry with buttons. I do. Look at you. I, I gave up my iPhone. Yeah. I decided I. This did is not the want compromise. To be part of, uh, there's really just an Android shoved in the back of the BlackBerry now, so it's not that much different. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I just find it way easier to have 
bad access to social media. It keeps me from going crazy. My mm-hmm. iPhone drove me crazy. Really? It was buzzing and you know, wanted me to do things like take videos and pictures of people, and I really don't like any of that stuff. <laughs> you're like, uh, if you're in sci- sci-fi, you're like Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, you're like the, yeah. you know the one that never blew up because it wasn't actually networks with anything. Well, That's you, man. You're in your BlackBerry. You'd be running up to like Sudbury. I feel like I have to get a sci-fi reference in. You've had Star Trek. Yeah, you got yeah. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> have you, do you remember the original Star Trek? I do. You know, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> well, it says I'm old. <laughs> no, I remember we're it. We're all old. Yeah. I think we're all we're all yeah, of that age okay. era. My dad, my dad got a color TV because of Star Trek. It was one of the first color shows ever to be on TV. Wow, wow. it's true story um well hey man um acoustic and yeah. a chicks dig it album uh yeah the chicks dig it album is ready to go we're just waiting in the artwork right now yeah and uh yeah and that's it you know just yeah, yeah. the same old same old play some shows yeah it's gonna be fun you're gonna have young people going my brother was really into you no the, like i think it's a great grandchildren now yeah, like yeah. you know are, are coming to their shows my manager's totally into it. <laughs> yeah there yeah, you yeah, go yeah, he's see? managing there you us. Go. he's 30 33 man yeah, yeah. I was talking to this kid I work with who's 22, and he does lights at this theater I work in. He goes, uh, I, go, I was talking about Bad Religion. He goes, my brother's into Bad Religion. He's got a shirt, Bad Religion shirt. Have you ever heard any of the music of Bad Religion? Never heard any of it. Oh, well, why did you know? Yeah. <laughs> don't wear that shirt then because then, I'll, I'll rip on you forever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, congratulations for 25 years. Man. Thank you very much. Yeah, the same great. band. Yeah, same, well, you know, a couple uh, members changed. Yeah, sure. But, all of them. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it was but uh, no, it's you know it's it's been great twenty five years and it's yeah. all amicable stuff. Just people doing other things and yeah. you can't do it anymore and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, you know it's. Uh, but I I just love doing it. So mm. I mean, not to be corny or did whatever. Did you raise your mic stand up to the proper height? Yes, now? I actually did a good, little bit. Good yeah. for you because that was bad on your back, man. No, no hips. I had hips. Hip, yeah, my oh, hips. Hip, right. hip issues. I had to go to yoga like for all these like hip opener things because of that short straight stand. Yeah, because it's yeah it's weird. And yeah. I've kind of a lot. Uh, our family kind of is as large bums like yeah. the men yeah so that coupled with the stance was really kind of putting the pressure more in the front than in the back yeah so you're saying if it was up like lemmy style you could actually you know stretch you know, your back stretch your back a yeah bit. well if i did one show of you know kind of switched right. on and off maybe you should have like, somebody bring a different one out like for every song well, that's a good idea well lemmy had a really bad back and he yeah. had to wear didn't he get to get surgery or something yeah i don't know we from that from the mic posture yeah oh i yeah. didn't know that i think that was one of his uh things yeah <sighs> 25 years and also 25 years, 25 years. Of, uh, of bovine. And uh, could you stack all of the beer bu- cases high of yeah. all the beer that went out the back door? My friends at Jägermeister said we've sold over five or 600,000 shots of Jägermeister. <laughs> oh my God. You got the first time in Canada I saw the cold serving machine. Yeah, we were the first tap machine. Yeah, because I saw one ago. in Germany. I'm like, that's fucking genius. It's amazing. <laughs> now they're everywhere. Now they're everywhere. And then you, then you saw it here, and I, I remember saying, like, that's the first yeah, time I ever had, saw we, one. We had a long, long relationship with Jägermeister. We still do. Mm-hmm. They were sweeties. Uh, for my 40th birthday, which was a long time ago, they flew me to the Jäger plant in Wolfenbüttel, Germany, and uh, mm-hmm. I got to see how that elixir was made. It was really interesting. You know? and, really? they, and then they took me out for three nights in Berlin. I mean, they were fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love... Well, see, see that's, that's the, they're part of the bovine community. That's right. Absolutely. You know, and Jägermeister and myself, we're not good friends. We mm. try. You know, we parted amicably in the, like 1999, I'm going to oh, yeah. say. Yeah, because that stuff is like uh, too good. That's probably why you look so young. I do. Oh. I think it's... Uh, you know how flattering. Oh. You old smooth talker. <laughs> 
um, I yeah, I appreciate you guys. This is kind of neat, right? Because it's like we're getting. We were supposed to do it in two two shifts, but I say we're. You know, well, we're both celebrating the same thing. Both mm. celebrating the same thing. Twenty five years together. Twenty five years right. together, That's and twenty five more. Easy, Maybe. no problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Guys, thanks. Awesome. Thank you. There they were, KJ and Daryl. Don't forget to go to audibletrial.com slash appalog for your free audiobook, okay? That's cool, right? Check it out. There's tons of books there to choose from. Amazon.com, same thing. Go to the appalog.ca page. Click on those banners. Bookmark the banner shop and support the show. Patreon.com. Let's try and get one more patron, patron in there. Patreon.com is, like I said, it's a pledging, it's a pledging monthly thing, and you can pledge to the show and support the show. Patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon. That's all I gotta say. Insert recorders, you know, download codes, blah 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 blah. Don't please go to the shop, check out the shop, and we'll see you next week. Next week I have Mr. Ben Rispin, ex St. Alvia Cartel. He's been in tons of bands. He's a promoter. We had a really good talk. Really good talk. And this was awesome. He didn't check his phone once, by the way. Not once. Not once. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the show. We'll see you next week. Okay? I forgot to say. Uh, Facebook.com slash Apple Pod. Follow me on Twitter. at We'll see you next week. Bye.